0: Everybody and happy birthday to me. <laughs> I have a buzz, so be prepared for this to be a, um, an interesting podcast, to say the least. I, it's my birthday, and I just had champagne and sushi, and I'm having coffee now to try to um, counterbalance. I'll be a very alert drunk as I whisper sonnets to you, but um, I am still drunk, so... <laughs> enjoy this for the party cast that it is, because I wanted to have a little birthday party with you guys, because I just enjoy doing this podcast so much, and it's so fulfilling to me to hear people talk about it, and that they um, enjoy it, so anyway, thank you for being um, a part of my life for this past year, and it's definitely going to continue, and (laughs) um, today, I um, I I wanted to talk about how um, this little tradition that I have of doing um, poems to myself on my birthday, and like in the past years, I've I did one that I read on I've read on this podcast kind of recently I think called Nymphette. and I had written it on one of my birthdays when I was um, feeling especially. Insecure about aging, and that was like a big theme going on in my head. It's all this insecurity, and um, because you know, I always think of myself as a woman child, and then you feel like you know how time, you know, takes that childishness away from all of us. And um, even though in my heart that's how I feel, you know, you worry about you know the externals and how you know our, you know if. If you're still, you know, am I a joke? Am I? Am I? I I went through a really insecure period um, about aging a couple years ago, and I wrote this poem, which I'm not gonna read because I've read it recently, but you can look it up. It's on my website. KristenGarth.com, and if uh, if you go to the sonnet page, there's a whole, there's like hundreds of sonnets on there, and I need to put, I have hundreds more that aren't on the site that I need to like, one of these days, just sit down and spend, you know, like a week working on my own stuff and um, updating that site because I like having everything, you know, I'm organized organized as best as I can. I'm a Capricorn like that, and um, anyway. This year, though, I always try to write something that's kind of like, what am I feeling? And I don't feel insecure about aging, even though I probably should feel more insecure now because I'm even older. But that's not like a driving thing. Actually, I feel in a really good headspace. And that's kind of what I wanted to write my poem this year to myself about was kind of feeling like facing your demons and, you know, realizing, you know, it's that. You know it's okay. You're you're doing okay, and um, in a way that I hadn't been in the past. And I think a lot of that is that I went on ma- medication this year. I, I, d- I decided um, that it was very important to me to um, get my mental health in order. And it was something that I, um, you know, went back. and, f- I knew always knew I should have been on medication. You know, but I was raised in a house where that was very suspect you know, any kind of psychology or things like that were suspect, so I didn't um, act on it until I got into a really dark place, and, you know, just with things that happen in life, deaths, you know, th- you're already a depressed person, but then, you know, other things happen, like deaths and destruction and whatever, and you're just, it pushes you over the edge in a way that you realize isn't, you know, it's, it's amplified by your own depression. So anyway, so I went to the doctor and I, you know, talked to her about these things and she she helped me a lot. And like that, I'm really proud of myself this year for doing that and facing those demons. And the poem I'm ultimately going to read, it'll be the last one I read today, um, is, you know, kind of like looking out at myself from this new state. And so anyway, In this first poem, though, I'm going to read, um, it is kind of one I wrote before I ever, um, and it's a very, (laughs) I'm warning you, it's a depressing one, but it, you know, I just wanted to show kind of where my, like, mindset and was, and the darkness was before I ever, you know, did this for myself, and matured in that way, and so, anyway, this one is called With Dolphins. Encountering a dolphin in her town was a backyard magic. Beckoned in the bay behind her house, some days, stripped down to sleek surrendering and frown. She'd been a pantomime of schoolgirls before she became this floating portebra who laid its body down and drowned, deceived. Slick clicks, the way the kissing sounds they made, were amplified by water. So she thought community was just a few more feet away. Ribcage becoming sea. She's caught between the minnows. Memories of Greek mythology. A plight they understand. She was a corpse they couldn't leave on land. And... See, like this is an example of a poem. I mean, I wrote when I I had moved to a place on the water and it was, I mean, gorgeous. And I, you know, had no reason, like now, for example, I'm living in the same house. It's actually been through a lot of damage and is half torn apart. Um, You know, my life actually was a lot cushier when I wrote this poem, but I wasn't dealing with it well. You know, I was just, I was in this dark place. And I feel like that poem, you know, shows that like, I just, you know, I I was drowning in my life, you know, and that's what I wrote a poem about. And, um, you know, I'm proud of myself this year that even though I've been hit with a lot more actual difficulties that I'm like, not, I don't feel drowned inside of them. I, you know, I went through terrible grief because I lost my cat and, you know, I went through some, you know, natural human emotions of going through things, but I, they were, um, transitory and they, I wasn't stuck in them and I wasn't feeling like I was sinking, you know, I, I, um, you know, might've had a bad night when I said that, but then, you know, I woke up the next day and moved on and that's, I'm proud of myself, you know, and so anyway, that's what I wanted to celebrate about myself this year is that, you know, I just feel like I have a better handle on things and a lot more perspective, and I think it's, you know, because literally I got my, like, chemical balance of my brain on track for the first time in my life, and I'm seeing things in perspective, which I didn't have before, so I'm going to read another poem, and this is one I wrote because I wanted to read it today, because it's about, you know, it is my birthday, and I'm a Capricorn, and that's very important to me, because I love work, and that's a huge, I mean, like, I'm probably, like, the ultimate Capricorn, and that I like work, and I like rules, (laughs) like, order, and, uh, you know, all those kind of things, but, um, anyway, I did write this poem, though, because for a while, I was going to be doing this anthology, um, with press that isn't in, um, you know, business any longer about astrology and it was going to be called Defy Your Stars. And I was the one who came up with the title because, um, I wanted to do something on astrology, but at the same time, it's like, you didn't want to feel like trapped by your astrology where you feel powerless even though like you know you might have these tendencies because you're a Capricorn which has good you know good tendencies and bad tendencies but you're not your life isn't dictated by those you know you have some patterns you can notice and some things you can work on but you can always have room to defy your stars as they said in Romeo and Juliet where that quote comes from well defy I will defy you stars anyway or then I defy you stars is um, for the quote from Romeo and Juliet. So I wanted to do, um, I did a poem that was going to be the title poem of this anthology, and I thought I would read it to you today to kind of inspire, you know, everybody, because that's really my feeling this birthday year is about being powerful and, um, you know, taking your fate in your own hands and, you know, fixing things that trap you and getting rid of that you know whether that be your mental health or you know your conditions around you that aren't positive so here you go defy your stars then i defy you stars william shakespeare romeo and juliet act five scene one the science of your adolescence learned in constellations eons burned between the sea oats gulf sea goat sky you you yearn for men who make you cry stretched sand nineteen broke arching back you surrender to the zodiac to twisted horns who ride misused crocodilian remains you hear incantations childhood refrains spoke atop first a schoolgirl bed Gateway Whore by Monster Bread. His Capricorn to ram inside. Today's teenager, teenage inheritor, shares your dad's Aries birthday. Cartogram and skies. Some coordinates are scars. Configure boundaries. Defy your stars. And like, you know, that poem is a lot about... I wrote it about, you know, my very first boyfriend who had the same birthday as my dad, you know, and, um, well, you know, it was just it was crazy, you know, like, you know, realization, even though in some ways they were a lot different, but it's still, it was just like, what an odd thing because I have this very, um, intense, bad situation with my father. So, you know, it's not a healthy thing to be emulating, really, you know, in any way, and yet it was just such a co- weird coincidence when I found out, you know, in all my rebelling, I was thinking I was rebelling, I picked a guy that had the same birthday as my dad, you know, and, you know, it was just kind of a hard factor, you know, to, um, like, realize that, to just realize that, like, you're repeating a pattern in a way even as you try so hard to like pick somebody that's like completely different you think and you know and maybe they are I mean not that everyone that shares your birthday is just like you you know but it was just like that's the last person that I really you know like in my mind I was thinking I was completely rebelling against you know so it was like an eerie epiphany for me to have but anyway I'm gonna Oh, I'm, I'm drinking this pistachio <coughs> latte from Starbucks. It's so good. That was my little commercial <laughs> without any payment from, for Starbucks. But anyway, um, so um, kind of the, the, that poem is on the theme of the poem I wrote for my birthday this year because it had a lot to do with, you know, not trying to look out for these externals because I definitely you know, um, did, you know, continue to, like, look to externals, you know, for validation, and then I'm not saying even in writing you do that because, you know, you, you submit things to other people to publish, so you need their, you know, approval, and I think, in a way, like, a lot of that has replaced my looking towards, you know, teachers or men in different ways for their approval in this like daddy way but at the same time you know even within the writing world I think if you know you have issues about seeking that approval and that are unhealthy that it's okay to like make boundaries you know like I for sure um even in how I submit to places, I, I have boundaries that probably other writers don't have, you know, I, I know what's comfortable, I mean, and probably in this way, it's the same, I know what's comfortable for me to submit to, you know, places, and I know what my limits are, and my limits are probably less than a lot of people, especially, you know, um, I don't... (sighs) I shouldn't say only like a male writer, but I mean, definitely like male <laughs> editors, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't, I, I get very sensitive if like people are putting me through hoops or like I feel like potentially that, you know, even if in their mind and it could be, you know, just part of their process of like, you know, um, I've I've worked with editors before who, you know, insisted on a lot of back and forth, you know, uh, but like, you know, In the process of publishing and sometimes that feels unhealthy to me like not that you know I it it may not have any intention of being unhealthy you know but to me you know I I just it it feels like you know I feel uncomfortable I have I have and I know it's my issue you know so like I tend to not um, Like, in a book, for sure, you have, like, when you have a publisher that's going to publish your book, you have a lot of back and forth, and I understand that. A a single poem publication where I feel like I'm going back and forth with somebody, like, ten times, you know, over a poem, it's like, I get to the point where, like, you know, if you don't want to publish this, you know, that's fine. And that's your prerogative, you know what I mean? But like, I'm not going to substantively, you know, change everything to try to please you. And that feels to me, whether or not that's, is unhealthy, it feels unhealthy to me. And given my background of um trying to placate, you know, with other persons, you know, it just doesn't, I, I feel, start to feel weird and bad about myself. And, my point of all this whole ramble <laughs> is that, like, you have the right. I mean, it's not like most of these places that you're pu- pu- you're um, publishing with are even paying you. You know what I'm saying? So, if they're doing something that makes you feel less than, you don't have the right to be rude or whatever. But you do have the right to say that's okay. You know, we're gonna I'm gonna move on and and I'm gonna submit it somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, and be polite. You know what I'm saying? It's you know nobody has um, you shouldn't feel like you are beholden, you know, to anyone, because I think a lot of, you know, we have so many young people in this community, and, you know, you, you have this, like, you know, if you haven't had a book published, you feel like, oh my gosh, every editor that I talk to, that's a potential of a future, you know, much bigger thing than a poem, maybe, you know, whatever, and I don't want to offend them. Well, that's great, and I don't think you should be offensive, or you should ever be impolite, But I do think you have the right to have boundaries. And everybody, you know, you don't have to um, submit to places again. You know, just like a right, you know, they don't have to publish you. You don't have to put yourself through any experience that feels unhealthy to you. Whether or not the intention is to make you feel unhealthy. So that's something like I have to, and I don't expect maybe other people understand. Maybe they do. I don't know. But like, I'm not a person like, I kind of, if I feel when I'm submitting somewhere that, you know, this is not a situation that's going to work out for me where I feel good about myself, then I'm going to walk away. I mean, there's plenty of places to publish and, you know, not every place is for every person. And I'm not going to like have some big grudge, but I'm not at the same time going to put myself through a, um, like Subservient process for you know that's hopeless as well, you know, like I just don't fit in and i just I just hope everybody that's something that I'm just learning about myself at my old age right now, and that's part of my birthday thing this time is is you know you can make your own boundaries and you can say, you know what, like it's okay, that's a good that's a great magazine lot they publish a lot of great people. They're not gonna publish me, and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, and yet, you know, some people want have the courage, and good for them to do like resubmit 30 times and go through all the hoops. And maybe that's how they, you know, and that's the people that like succeed and get in. It's just not that important to me, honestly, to succeed in that way. Like, I'm there's no magazine. I mean, I guess. like, I've never submitted anywhere, you know, I hear stories, like, 30 times, or whatever, I just haven't done that, I submitted, like, for example, a magazine, I'll just tell you, for example, Glass, you know, I love, you know, I, I think I submitted two times before I got published there, and that's a lot for me, like, I mean, a lot of times, if I don't get published, when I submit one time, I don't, you know, try again, and I mean, that's just a weird, you know, and that's, you know, my own thing, but my point is, is that, You have the right to make those decisions for yourself. You don't have to, like, put yourself, you know, out there hopelessly. I mean, you can trust your instincts, you know. And, I mean, if it is someplace that's important to you to do it, of course, do that. But there just hasn't been a place that's like, oh, I must be in there that I would try, you know, that many times or whatever, you know. (laughs) Like, I just... That's not me. I would rather... I honestly you know try to find places that want to work with me that's more that's more important to me but everybody has different reasons that they do things and I, you know I totally understand that some people you know they want to show like okay I could get in anywhere to me I want to show I, my ultimate good writing day is to have people want to work with me so you know, I'm I'm easily discouraged in all things. But like at the same time, like I might be easily discouraged from one magazine but then I'll pub, I'll submit to twenty others, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always looking for the people out there that are looking to work with me. It's so a long lecture on my birthday. But it kinda of goes with this poem that I'm about to read because I think part of what I've gained in my old age, birthday girl time, this year is that you know if you can make life easier on yourself and appreciate what you have, and you know not make your life about what you don't have, that, but but about what you do have, you're gonna have a lot more peace, and that's ultimately what I want right now. My life is peace, at all cost. So. <laughs> Anyway, I'm gonna read this poem that I wrote just last night called Big Teeth. And I wrote it in my house. It was a mess, and I was wearing a um a plaid night dress that I just got and it looks like Laura Ingalls Wilder and I just felt so at peace. Like I felt like when I was um if I could imagine myself as a little girl like what my ultimate goal in life would be, it would be to live in a house lots of glass out on the water in the middle of a woods me in a Laura Ingalls Wilder plaid dress just you know like i i, I was i was actually like living this like simple little fantasy and you know it felt good to acknowledge that and to say you know what like I'm I don't really need any more than this, I'm, I'm happy to have more than this, you know what I'm saying, but I really don't need anything else, and and, and that's a, such a amazing place to be in, like, why I don't, I'm, I guess I don't have this, like, killer instinct to, like, you know, just force my way into places I don't fit in, because I'm actually, li- in my life, I'm exactly where I want to be, so... Here's a poem I wrote about that based on a like Little Red Riding Hood metaphor because she's out in the woods like me. Big teeth. Deep in the forest, in a flannel night dress, a little girl lingers without much on her chest. Shame in her heart, much to confess. Here she is, safe, completely at rest. Gone the behemoth of yesteryear, her cheek on chenille her brain bereft of all fear, inside this night, sand, starlight, except a meek constellation, of which faithfully appears, from a bedside nightlight replacing a moon, which made her weep more nights and swoon. Tonight she looks no farther than this light of her room. Which is not a metaphor, means to write. No beseeching big teeth inside these woods. It ends with her pen, like make-believe should. And, you know, it was just a poem that I wrote about realizing, having that epiphany, that, you know, I, I didn't, I used to be this person that, like, you know, was in love with the moon, was in love with the far away, was in love with, You know, I wrote a poem called Runaway that um, when I first got back into writing was all about like kind of dreaming of running away. It was just romanticizing that, you know, and I don't feel that way anymore. And it's like I think a lot of that is, you know, a depression that has lifted that has, you know, it was with me for a long time as a survivor, you know, and feeling like you always have to run. I watched this movie this weekend that was all about um it was called Promising Young Woman and it was about this woman who um went to medical school and with her friend and her friend was raped and um she never can get over it. It didn't even happen to her. I mean of course it's her friend, so you know, it's almost sometimes worse what happens to our friends than even to us. Like it was her closest relationship. But the point is she um she feels like, you know, controlled by these things in the past. And I have felt that so much in my life. So, you know, I just did not want to, um, ever like, you know, I wanted to let go of things, but at the same time, you know, I definitely felt controlled in this movie. The woman goes on and she becomes a sort of, if you've seen the movie, hard candy, she's kind of like a person who goes out and punishes men who would do bad things to a woman who's, drunk or, you know, um, inebriated or under drugs or, you know what I'm saying? Who's not in her, in control of herself. And so, um, she, you know, she plays this kind of avenging angel figure, but it was such an inspiring, it reminded me in some ways in my book, Puritan You*, because like for a long time in my life, I feel like, you know, I was kind of like that where I was like, trying to not only just take care of myself because it did actually happen to me and not my friend. I was trying to get myself free, but I was also like when I was stripping, I felt like I was exacting some kind of revenge myself on men. And there was like a darkness about inside of me a little bit, you know, about, I felt even though, you know, I didn't try to be mean psychologically to men, but I felt good depriving them of their money let's put it that way and like um so you know I felt like they deserved it you know <laughs> and I know that's like you know I, I just think I was working through some revenge kind of feelings myself in my own way that aren't necessarily you know healthy for yourself like you know I, I mean maybe it's deserved you know not to say that it's not deserved because I think there are a lot of bad guys just like there are a lot of bad girls out there But at the same time, it's like, you know, how the old saying about revenge, you know, and I'm going to totally mess it up where they say, you know, I, I'm too drunk to even say it right. But, you know, saying about how revenge is a sword that will kill both people. It it hurts the other person, but it, it hurts you too, to carry around all that anger. And I definitely feel like this year I let go of a lot of darkness and, um, started just even like in chaos, I mean, I'm living in complete chaos right now. Like if you could look around right now, you would see half of my bedroom looks normal and then half is completely under cover of white plastic sheets and things like that. But at the same time, you know, I'm not concentrating all the time on the half that's not right, whereas when it wasn't all like this, I wasn't concentrating, you know, when, when my house was actually perfect, I was concentrating more, it was like I, I couldn't even appreciate that, you know, I was focusing on these darknesses that didn't even exist anymore, or, you know, that were things that I could, you know, press out of my life, and so, anyway, <laughs> I feel like that's why I wrote this poem, is to say, I'm back in a better general state of mind of course i have ups and downs with events of life but um i feel like for me this year i grew up a lot in the in the best ways so <laughs> i'm going to say Good night or good afternoon because it's only like 4:30 here but i'm on i want to go running a little bit when <laughs> i sober up a little bit more um and i'm gonna um do some things for my birthday just relax and watch movies and stuff but um thank you guys for all saying happy birthday to me on twitter it means a lot and i will see you next week with the all new episode of kristen whisper sonnets and i love doing this show so much and having you guys be, um, just my friends and involved in my life, but for tonight, it is good time to say goodbye, and get something to cuddle up with, because I'm going to cuddle up with uni, bye, from Kristen, Whisper Sonnets.